0: Hey, what is going on, guys? Hey, I wanted to shoot this quick podcast update. I am currently out of the country in Germany. Uh, I know, tough life, right? But I wanted to at least drip a little bit of content uh, onto the podcast. I don't have time to do a a lengthy episode, but uh, I did want to get something out for uh, people who are enjoying the podcast and who are looking for more of it. Uh, by the way, if you haven't checked out our last episode, number 38, with Joshua Ayers, you've got to check it out. I mentioned in my newsletter, it is absolutely over and beyond my number one most listened to podcast episode thus far, and it's a really good episode. Joshua is phenomenal, really down to earth, great guy. I think you'll enjoy the episode. What I wanted to do today, I mentioned how I'm out of the country, I'm in Germany right now. And I have been staying with this family who the, the guy who I'm, the family I'm staying with, uh, the guy who, uh, who I'm staying with, he was telling me about that, uh, sorry, I'm totally bent over backwards. here, trying to tell the story here. I, I'm going to blame the jet lag, but basically he works for Bosch, B O S C H. And you, you probably know the brand, Uh, and he was telling me about kind of how the companies come together. And I'm always just curious, you know, I'm always asking people about their job. How do they like their job? What's their job like? And so I'm, I'm also asking, you know, what's life like in Germany? And he said, you know, it's, it's just like America and that not all jobs are, uh, equal per se, and that they're not all, you know, phenomenal jobs. Some jobs are more difficult than others, but he said, you know, I'm very fortunate to be in a really great job and a lot of jobs that are like the one I'm in now, uh, they, they do a pretty good job in terms of taking care of their employees. Well, so I was asking him, and, and again, I'm always curious is, is this something, some of the the flaws I see in our work culture, is that an American thing or is that like a worldwide thing? And one of the things that is the flaws I see in American culture is, you know, we work entirely too much. Uh, many people take entirely too little pay and people it's, it's, seen as, in some cases, unprofessional to talk about pay, to talk about promotions. Uh, It's like, for example, I was talking to a guy maybe two or three weeks ago and he was like, I'm thinking about asking for a pay raise. And I was like, well, how long have you worked at this company? And he said, something like four or five years. And I said, okay, well, when was your last pay raise? And he said, I've never asked for a pay raise and I've never been given a pay raise. And I'm like, "Good." goodness gracious man! like that's so sad to me and and it's 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 not it's not like in any disrespect to his company, but assuming he's doing a good job this is this poor guy has put in half a decade somewhere and is making the same amount of money he made four or five years ago, and ideally, this is someone who has learned four or five years worth of experience that he did not have prior to that, and the reason I'm kind of rambling about this is because I was talking to the uh, person who, hi, hi. Uh, I was talking to um, the guy who, who works at this company and he was saying two things for his company. He was saying, first of all, that he gets uh, around six weeks worth of vacation time uh, in a given year, which already is pretty phenomenal when you think about it. Not, not a lot of people get six weeks of uh, vacation time. The second thing that I thought was really impressive was I was asking about the nature of his company you know, how did it come about, and he starts telling me about the founder of his company, uh, Herbert Bosch, and who this person was, and, and I apologize for the noise by the way, the, uh, the woman, uh, the spouse of the guy I'm talking about, she does not speak a word of English, and she just walked in the room, and I think she was really confused why I was talking to my laptop uh, so aggressively. So anyway, was this, this guy was talking about Herbert Bosch and his, his philosophy of business. And Bosch is this really massive international company. They do a great job. Um, they've grown just over the years. And, and I've started to dive into who this person, Herbert Bosch, was. And the, the whole point of this podcast episode is I want to I challenge your thinking. And this is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay to bring this up a couple of times. Even though it gets, I get the most pushback on than anything else that I talk about. I get the most pushback on this topic of pay, because for two reasons. I think one, I think it makes people uncomfortable to talk about pay, and two, I think it makes people feel like um, it's impractical or unrealistic. And what I, what I want to share is a quote from Herbert Bosch and uh, the guy I'm staying with. He was the one who was telling the story to me because I was just, you know, I was like, tell me about this guy. Tell me about this company. Like, what, what's it like working there? And he said, you know, this man became very wealthy in his life. Uh, I believe he's passed away now. He became very wealthy. And one of his best quotes that he would say was, uh, I'm wealthy not because I pay my workers so few or so little. Uh, I'm wealthy because I pay them so much. And so I'll say that again. I'm wealthy not because I pay them so little. I'm wealthy because I pay them so much, pay his workers so much. And that was, in a, when he shared this quote to me, I mean, it totally, I, I heard it and I thought, that's it. That's exactly it. That's exactly right. Because this person understood that when you pay people what they're worth and you validate their efforts, they continue to work hard for you and they continue to be loyal for you and they continue to want to make a big difference for you. And probably one of the biggest frustrations I see in people is they put in all of this effort and they bend over backwards for their, their owner, for the company, whatever, and it's such a slow burn, right? It's like I, I was talking to a guy just a few months ago who has been putting in extra hours because people, the company was basically merged with another company and some people weren't happy about the merger, and so some key positions actually left. There was a little bit of this fallout that happened. Well, this guy that I was talking to, despite this fallout, he was like, okay, I will pick up the load of these positions we've lost, and I'll work overtime, and I'll I'll increase what my responsibilities are for the sake of the company. Well, so this was actually not recent. This was actually like two or three years ago. And what happened was, He, he, they finally have started to fill out these positions and they had told him, Hey, because of everything you did for this company, we want to give you a promotion. And it was like, wow, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for validating everything I've done for you guys. Well, it gets to be the time that he's going to get this big promotion is going to be a pay raise with it. And just, it's, it's a pretty awesome moment for his career. They tell him, Hey, sorry, it's just really not a good time for our company Let's revisit this next year. And I heard that story and what I thought in my head as I was listening was, I'm not surprised. Really, I'm not surprised. Because there is a growing uh, trend in business owners of, and and I think what's so insidious about it is, it's not like the cigar smoking, you know, 400 pound greedy, I think of Mr. Potter from uh, It's a Wonderful Life. You know, it's. I think people look at Mr. Potter and they say, "Well, I'm not that person, right?" And if you're not, if you've never seen the movie, it's basically this guy who, he's 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 totally greedy. He's trying to buy out the town and like raise prices, and he's just all he cares about is money. It's all he cares about is his wealth. You know, he's just this dried up, awful, you know, uh, heartless man. And I think what we do as owners is we say, "Well." I, I'm not that person. I'm not that bad. And so what I am doing is therefore okay, or it's at least good enough. And I want to challenge your thinking because it's it's not crazy to understand I have to pay my people what they're worth. And it's not a new concept. You know, you have this guy, Herbert Bosch, who understood To become successful, I have people along the way who I have to also make successful, right? And so when you think about your business, we're not talking about um, anything that's impractical. We're not talking about like a new age concept. This isn't like a millennial concept. This is something that someone else has already figured out and applied and seen work. And I think the challenge sometimes is it's easier for us to ignore dysfunction in our business than to pay people what they are worth. And here's what I mean by this. I've told the story many times and so I won't won't tell it in detail, but it's the person who told me, hey, I want to hire for this $70,000 position, but I can only pay 35 grand. What's your advice on finding the person who will take the job at 35 grand? And my answer was, it sounds like you need to go find 35 more grand in your budget so you can pay them the 70 that they deserve. But see, it's easy to sit in the dysfunction of your business and instead of solving that dysfunction and then finding someone for 70 grand, it's easier to sit in it and say, "Okay, who can I find for 35 grand?" But the problem is if 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 there is a clear association between cost and value, Right. It's like it's like I heard someone the other day who he stood up and he said, you know what, we don't have the cheapest prices, but there is a value associated with our cost and you're going to pay more, but you're also going to get more from us. I think that's a true concept. It's something that I apply for my business as badly as I want to just like give services away for next to nothing, part of me is there's a standard of, okay, I have to charge a certain price point, not just for like, you know, my family gets fed, you know, my poor dog actually gets like the good dog food. Uh, It's not just for that, but it's also, okay, I'm building a sense of value for my company. And I think what happens sometimes is we have a tough time understanding that, yes, you can maybe find that employee for $35,000, but they aren't going to have the same quality as the person who, is, who takes the 70 grand salary. And the reason they're not gonna be the same quality is because there is a clear difference in value between those two numbers, right? And there's a clear difference in a person's perception of their own value. You know, the person who takes the 70 grand versus the one who takes the 35 grand, they have different perceptions of what they are worth. And so I, I, think, I think my encouragement to you is to solve the dysfunction in your business so that you can pay people what they're worth. And you don't have to necessarily give it out freely. You know, what you can do instead is you can tie it to performance, you can incentivize them. You know, I was talking to someone who she she works in a uh, sales department. I was having coffee with someone just the other day. And she said, we work in a sales department, and it's basically a remote office. And so she's on the phone, taking phone calls all day, just calling people to sell these little uh, manufacturing pieces. And I said, well, wh- how does your pay scale work? And she says, well, we make the same amount of money no matter what we sell. And I was listening to this thinking like, man, if, 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 if the boss would tie in a little bit of incentive, I guarantee you this person would make you know phenomenally more sales for the company. It's not a new concept. It's a proven concept that works. There's a way to apply it and make it work. And in fact, I remember my old boss, I always admired her approach to this. We were talking about creating a, a commission or incentive or some kind of bonus structure within our company, and she said, I want to find a way to tie it to our admin assistant because it's not just the salespeople who this concept works for. It should be able to work for everyone, so... Anyway, uh, that's about all I can get out today. Again, only because I'm just I'm I'm not in the U.S. right now, and so my time is very limited. Uh, but I had to share that quote from Herbert Bosch. I've also heard that he, through his company, saved a lot of Jews uh, back during the Holocaust, and so I'm going to do a little bit more of a deep dive on him and figure out more about him. Uh, I encourage you to do the same as well. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave a comment or email me, Blake at goodadvicecoaching.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts and I will catch you all. If I don't get another episode out this week, I'll definitely, we'll be back to our normal schedule next week. Thanks for listening and I'll see you. Bye-bye.